up until five years ago, fear was absolutely ruining my life. I mean, I felt miserable because I just couldn't overcome my fears. And I couldn't become the person I want to be, to live the life I want to live. As a teenager and young adult, I was struggling with being insecure, with being shy, with being an introvert. And it was holding me back for years. So what I wanted to do in this video, first, I wanted to break down how do you stop fear from ruining your life? How do you leverage fear for growth? And thirdly, I want to deconstruct what are the five major fears. Like what are we really afraid of? Because if you want to transform your fear, you first need to know what am I really afraid of? What am I scared of? So let's talk about my journey as well as these five different fears. But first, if we haven't met already, hi, I'm Enik Matz and I'm a leadership and life coach, founder of Lifeflow Media. And I'm so pumped to welcome you here on the channel. If you're new here, consider subscribing. So now let's jump right in. So the journey starts in my teenage years. And when I was 14 years old, I was very confident. I was very bold, actually. And then I decided to ask a girl out on a date. And back then I didn't really think about it. I think. I thought like, this is not a big deal. But then I get badly rejected. And every time after I wanted like to do it again, I was terrified. Fear was stopping me from taking any further action. And I became shy. I became insecure. I became lonely for years. I didn't ask for help for years. I didn't ask a girl out on a date until I was 21 years old. I had never been on a date. I had never kissed a girl. I had never been in a relationship, but I wanted to. I knew that I wanted to, and I feel, was feeling lonely. I mean, when I was 21 years old, I moved to another city to study business. And soon I was feeling incredibly alone, incredibly lonely, and I was getting depressed. And I didn't really realize what was holding me back. For years, I told myself this excuse of, I'm shy, I'm an introvert. I don't talk a lot. It's not my nature to go out on the street, talk to people. That's what other people do, but I don't do it. I'm not good at it. Now that was an excuse. That was fear speaking. So what I wasn't realizing is I'm just scared. But then I hit rock bottom because I was feeling so lonely and I, I thought about quitting it all. I thought about moving back home to my parents. I thought about quitting on my studies. I thought about leaving everything and going back into my comfort zone. But I also knew that I couldn't do that. I also knew that if I did not decide to change, my life would stay stuck forever. So I made a commitment to myself that I needed to find a way to change, that I needed to find a way to transform my fears, leverage them for growth, and become the person who is in a relationship, who is confident around women. And that changed everything. That commitment, it changed everything. So first key idea I want to share with you. If you want to change your life, it starts with making a commitment. You need to make a 
I'd like to have this. I'd like to be in a relationship. I'd like to achieve success. You need to shift that into a must. I must achieve success. I must be in a relationship. So when we are committed to something, we are much more likely to follow through. So that's key idea number one. You need to make, I'd like to, I want to into a must. When you make it a must, you'll find a way. If there is no way, you'll make the way. So this is super critical. Now let's talk about what are these five key fears. Back then, was what, what was I really afraid of? I mean, what was I really afraid of? So the first key fear is death, like physical death. Now, we're not really facing this in our everyday life. We're just not. I mean, we're not living in the ancient savannah where there were tigers and leopards and all these kind of animals. We are living in a modern world where you're not really close to death. Yes, there's a risk of dying every single day, but if you were afraid of death, you wouldn't drive a car. You wouldn't go out on the street because every time you go into the street, there's a chance, a minimal chance of death. So that's not the problem. If we were scared of death, we wouldn't go out on the street. We would stay home and even there, it's not really fully safe. So the fear of death is not, it is real for sure, but it's not really helpful. Like we're not really scared of death because we know we can't do anything about it. Like there's a risk of dying every single day. Uh, tomorrow is not guaranteed. We know it, there's certainty behind it. So we're not so scared about death on our everyday life. Second key fear, is abandonment and this is huge like huge this is where rejection falls in this is where we get pushed out of a group a tribe we want to belong and this was critical in the ancient times I mean you needed other people to survive because human beings are not the strongest we're not the smartest but we are social learners we live in tribes we learn from each other we like take care of each other and that's how we survived. That's how we thrived for years, centuries and even beyond that. So abandonment is huge. And I was scared of rejection. I was scared of being embarrassed in public. I mean, I fantasized in that time about going out on the street, talking to women. But I had these fears of what if I get slapped in the face like BAM? Or what if, I don't know, I get embarrassed in front of all of my friends? What if this does, doesn't leave me? What if I get rejected by a girl? I ask her out and it doesn't go well. And she keeps talking about it for years to everybody I know. Well, those fears were exaggerated most often. I need to realize, yeah, they are there, but they're not really real. Like we have this ancient brain in which we have this desire to belong. We have this desire to belong to a group. But we live in a world of 8 billion people. First, you can't tell me that there's not one single person who will love you despite being rejected, despite being embarrassed or whatnot. Can't tell me that. And secondly, if you don't belong into a certain group, I'm sure you're going to find a group that you can belong to. 
So this can be a trap because we live in this connected world where we feel like if I do this certain thing, everybody else is going to know. And everybody else is not just five people. No, it's two billion people on Instagram or two billion people on YouTube. But most people will never know. Most people will never know you. That's even true of famous people. Most people have no idea who they are. My famous story is this. A guy, a very famous influencer, goes to lunch with like a YouTuber who has two, three, four million subscribers. So those are basically two, four, four million people who know that guy. They go to lunch and nobody recognizes him. Nobody. Like he has two, three, four million people who know him. Nobody at lunch even recognizes the guy. They're not as popular as people think. I need to realize like my fear of abandonment is not really real. And that's how you take away the power of fear. You realize it's not really there. Like, yeah, I'm afraid of this. I'm scared of this. But is this really real? Is this really verifiable? Like, how likely is it that I'm going to be slapped in the face? How likely is that? How likely is it that if I ask nicely and introduce myself and talk to a woman, that she's going to remember it for years down the line and talk negatively about it? Very unlikely. So when you bring more awareness to your fears, when you start to realize, okay, this is what I was afraid of, you gain power. Now you know what you need to overcome. But so often we let fear stop us and we don't deconstruct. What am I really afraid of? So one of the biggest things you can do when you're feeling afraid is to ask yourself, what am I really afraid of? And that's why we're talking about these five different kinds of fear. Because if you don't know, then like this is going to control your life. But if you want to control your fears, you need to know, what am I really afraid of? And then you can make a conscious decision. Do I want this to control my life? Or do I want to control my fears? And let me tell you, overcoming your fears is not easy. It's not. It's terrifying. Of course, you're afraid of something. Just because you know what it is, doesn't mean that the power goes away immediately. No, you need to practice. You need to overcome it. So back then, I made a commitment. I'm going to go out on the street and talk to one new stranger every single day. And I'd bail most of the time. I didn't do it because I was so scared. I was so afraid of being embarrassed. I was so afraid of being rejected. But every time I'd go out on the street, I like I chopped away a little bit on my fears. And my strongest self starts to emerge. There's this cool metaphor of the golden Buddha. So it was in the ancient times and there was this brilliant, like big golden Buddha. And then the country was being invaded and the monk, monks who loved this Buddha and prayed for it and all that was scared that the invaders would take away their Buddha. So what they decided is, they were going to put layers of mud on top of the Buddha, which was huge, and look, let, let it look like a mountain. So the Buddha was covered 
in these layers of mud and the invaders sure enough they came and they didn't notice they didn't notice that there was a golden buddha within this mountain of mud then centuries later someone discovered oh there's a golden shiny thing what is that called some of his friends and they started to chip away on the mud to uncover the golden buddha now in this metaphor the golden buddha is your strength it is your power layered over with fear layered over with fear and you need to chip away on the mud of fear you need to chip it away and the more you chip it away you see your real power you see your real power and the more you uncover it the more you see your true power and this is a lifelong commitment this is a lifelong journey like we'll always be afraid of something so to uncover your real strength you need to chip away on the fear you need to ask yourself what am i really afraid of is this really helpful and then start taking action to overcome it i mean the antidote to fear is action if you wait too long the is insecurity the fear is only going to grow stronger i mean when i used to learn about dating there was a simple rule when you see a woman you want to talk to do it immediately don't wait 15 seconds don't wait a minute no three seconds one two three and go why it was easiest to just do it rather than wait and ponder about it and then try to do it if you'd wait 15 seconds if you'd wait that minute you wouldn't do it you just would not do it because in your mind you'd run all these scenarios of how it's not going to work out so this is huge action is the antidote to fear third key fear is regret or loss let's suppose you want to quit your job there's a risk involved of course what if it doesn't work out at your new job what if you don't get a job what if you leave but then suddenly you were almost there to get that promotion or suddenly the company rises and becomes ultra successful everybody gets a great bonus and whatnot what if you made the right choice now that's a tremendous fear what if i make the wrong choice what if i regret this later but here we need to realize well we don't know we just don't know there's so much uncertainty and we need to have faith in being on a journey of growth we need to have faith along our journey we need to trust that it's going to turn out all right that we're okay that maybe most of the scenarios we run in our head aren't really real and they're probably not going to happen but regret or loss of course is a tremendous fear what if i do something and it doesn't work out or what if i invest in crypto now what if it goes sideways from now what if i do this and that i mean many people they regret not making an investment in tesla when it was really small or making an investment in crypto but here you need to realize you always make the best choices based on where you're at you can't predict the future we are terrible we just can't predict the future we are terrible at it so there's no way to know there's no way to know that your current path is going to make you successful there's no way to know that your 
other path might bring you more success, but you can know how you feel about them. So for example, if you have two choices to make, one thing I've learned is to actually make a choice, don't tell them about it, don't say something about it, then just wait a day or two and see how you feel. Just wait a day. Okay, I quitted my job. See how you feel about it. Do I regret that? Or am I just a little bit afraid of, yeah, what if it doesn't turn out? And then you try on the other choice. You say, okay, I, I'm staying with my job. How do I feel? I feel horrible. I want out. Well, then you know. Now you know what you need to do. So oftentimes we have the status quo that we're not really satisfied with. We don't like our job, but what if it doesn't turn out? So we stay in the job instead of taking the risk of getting a new job, of starting a business, of starting a new career. Now, you need to make a decision, of course, because both is a decision. Staying is a decision or leaving is a decision. And now you've got a framework with one day, you make a choice, I'm going to stay. How do I feel? How do I feel about this? If it's good, if you like staying there, well then you have a choice. But if you feel like horrible, now I don't want to do this anymore, then you've got your answer. And now you feel about, okay, what if I leave? What if I feel free? Well, then you've got the answer. So this is really helpful to really uncover what should I really do. And there's only like, there's only the choice you can make today. You don't know how it's going to turn out, but you need to have faith along your journey. You need to have faith that you're going to get what you want to get. I mean, when I started taking this risk and going out on the street to talk to strangers, I didn't know that I was going to get the results I wanted to have. For months, I felt completely insecure about it. But I was continuously doing the work just because I knew this was the right thing to do. And sure enough, it led me to the results I wanted to create. But it took time. The results you want are not going to show up tomorrow. So you need to learn how to be comfortable in the discomfort of uncertainty, of not knowing. That's part of the journey. Fourth key fear is hardship. What if it's too hard? What if I'm not strong enough? What if I can endure this? Or what if I do all of this hard work and it doesn't pay off? I mean, when I made this commitment to talk to strangers every single day, I was scared of that cheap. What if I go out on the street and do this heavy work? What was terrifying every single day? And it actually doesn't make a difference. I actually don't find my soulmate. I don't find my partner. What if it doesn't work out? But here again, we have two choices. We can try or we cannot try. And if you don't try, you already know the answer. You already know the result. It's going to be more misery, like in my case. It's not going to be what you want because you're not taking action. And many people are illusional about this. They say like, yeah, I manifest this. I think better thoughts. I feel better feelings. But if you don't take action, you won't manifest what you really want because there's no my vibrational match. 
So hardship is something that we need to endure, that we need to learn how to love the struggle because it's part of the journey. It's part of any worthwhile endeavor. That's part of life. So we need to learn how to dance with hardship. It's part of any worthwhile endeavor. And then fifth key fear, and this might surprise you, is personal power. Like what if I'm stronger than I think? What if I'm more capable? What if I have this unlimited potential and I can do so much more? That brings a responsibility with it, doesn't it? It makes you more responsible, more in charge. Now you can't blame your coworker anymore because you know, I'm in charge. I'm responsible for my life. I'm responsible to create the future that I want. Now that can be scary. It can be scary to realize I'm more powerful than I thought. I create my reality. But that's ultimately what we need to realize. If you want to overcome your fears consistently, you need to realize you are stronger than you think. You are stronger than you give yourself credit for. So you got this. I need to realize I got this. And it comes over time. But we're afraid of our own personal power, which is weird, I know. But we often excuse ourselves for not going for something by saying that I don't have the power. I don't have the strength to do this. Someone else might. I mean, I as an introvert, for example, could have told myself, I don't have the power to do this. And I did for years. But that was not really helpful. We have all these excuses of why we're incapable to do something. But what if you were capable beyond measure? What if you were so much more capable than you give yourself credit for? What if you were capable of living an extraordinary life? The quality of our life is often determined by the quality of our questions. So if you ask empowering questions, what if I'm capable enough? What if I could achieve this? You get powerful answers. But if you ask victim questions, why can't I have this? Why am I so weak? Why am I so like introverted? Why am I so shy? Well, you're going to get a lot of proof of that. You're going to have a lot of proof because here's the thing, your identity is tied to experience. You think you're shy because you had many experiences in which you thought, I'm shy. That's how our identity is formed. Our identity is formed through experience, through practice. And often we remember the experiences with the strongest negative charge because we want to avoid them in the future. We don't want to feel that way again. So they're often most strongly charged but we can reframe how we see ourselves. I mean, we rewrite our story every single day. Your past is not a fixed thing. You rewrite your story about your past every single day. Here's the, like the key thing. Most people continuously rewrite the same story over and over and over again. They don't edit, they don't change. They just write the same dang story and nothing changes. 
They let their past keep running their present. But you get to change. You get to change. You get to choose. Who do I want to be? Who do I want to become? And that's free. It sets us free to the infinite possibilities that exist. You're so much stronger than you think. And at the end of the day, to end the story, I was able to attract my soulmate. After doing the work for six months, every single day trying to overcome my fears, I first wanted to quit. I wanted to give up. There was so much hardship along the journey and I'd often disappoint myself and then I wanted to quit and it was June 22nd, 2016 and I go to the gym on that day and I tell a friend, I'm quitting, there's a party going on tonight and I'm not going, I don't want to. And a friend told me, man, Yannick, why don't you even try? I mean, if you don't like it, you can go home, but you're not even going. You're not even trying. And he had a good point. So the entire day I was thinking about, do I go, do I not go? At the end of the day, I decided, yes, I will go. I will give it a try. Let's see. So I went alone and I had fun. And on that evening, I met the love of my life. I met that person with whom I have two children now. We've been on an incredible journey together. But it wouldn't have been if I didn't overcome my fears. If I didn't stay committed along the journey to overcome my fears. Your fears are a sign for growth. They show you where you can improve. They show you where you could do better. They are a road sign to the next version of you. Don't try to avoid your fears. Don't try to run away from them. They'll only grow stronger. You need to go, go head fast in that direction. Go at your pace, but go strong in that direction. That's where your growth awaits. And you'll be glad that you did. You'll just be glad that you did. And if you want to learn more about my story, you can also watch this video right here on how I met the love of my life. I go so much more in detail, give you some relationship tips. So I'd highly recommend that you watch that video and then until the next time. Make sure that you love openly, live fully and be the leader of your life.